Hey guys, this is your warning. We do post up spoilers at times we're relatively offensive. We use vulgar language. So if you think that any of those are gonna offend you in any way, shape, or form, take your step back right now. Cause buddy, uh, this is not the place for you. Any whom, have fun listening to us. And yeah, this has been your final warning. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, and uh, welcome to another episode of Cinematic Anarchy. What the fuck is up? And uh, as you can hear with me today is... Yeah, it's uh, just me. It's just Miss B. It Just Miss B? It's just me today. Uh, well, it's not just you. Yeah. I mean, you, you showing up on the podcast is, is something. Yeah. Seeing as you're here for, like, everything. Mostly. You're... Mostly. I mostly. mean, there's very I, few I skipped, episodes like, you missed. Yeah, I skipped a couple episodes. Well, I... Things other engagements. Shit things happen. happen. Well, this time around, we you've been on most of them. You know, we got a couple of episodes here and there that don't necessarily feature you, but you know, like you said, Salavi, shit happens. And uh, today we're going to be discussing a uh, a film. I guess you can call it that. Uh, <laughs> I liked it, to be honest. I liked For the it. most part, but also, yeah, you're right. The fucking whole bunch of comedic setup with just total fucking yeah, dead this is exactly bullshit. Yeah, this is exactly how I'm feeling. It's just, it's just, I want to explain the movie. They call it a crime thriller, but I don't feel... I wouldn't so much call it a thriller. I don't feel thriller in it at all. Yeah, uh, it's more action. So we're talking a 2020 film, Original Gangster. The basic plot line, uh, it's the stoic chronicles of Castor, orphaned as a child, forced to survive in the wild... And his, in the wild, and his colorful journey through the criminal underworld of London. I wouldn't I don't, so much call it living in the wild. He was a homeless kid. This is on IMDb. Yeah. I didn't write that shit. Like I, I said, I could come up with a better, better uh, way to explain this movie. He watched this... his parents get killed, and then the guy, the assassin dude that killed his parents, fucking spared his life, gave him some cash, fucking sent him on his way, and this kid fucking grew up on the streets. Here, this is a better explanation. We'll read it right off the box. Castor is orphaned when gangsters murder his parents, but yeah. sentimental assassin Milo spares his life. I wouldn't so much later, call him sentimental. Sentimental. Well, uh, he had a he had a spineless moment when it came to the kid. He wasn't. I mean, gonna, he okay, killed his parents. He but killed he his kill parents, but like you know, there's some kind of morals there. You're not going to kill the kid. Years later, once Castor has reached adulthood, the two are reunited when Castor steals from one of Milo's men to survive. Milo sees a budding gangster in Castor who has resorted to violence to sustain himself in his mostly homeless existence. Milo procures a job for Castor as an enforcer. Castor is happy to repay Milo for saving his life, but finds himself increasingly uncomfortable with the cold and emotionless existence of a criminal. So that's the back of the box, which I think better explains this than... It almost kind of gives, did. like, Snatch vibes. I don't know. I, I, but I like what you Snatch said earlier. Even Snatch had fucking, yeah, like, uh, fucking... Boondock Saints. It felt no, a I said, bit of that, no, I said... And Clockwork um, Orange. I said, mm, Goodfellas and Clockwork Orange. Good, okay. I got a little bit of Boondock Saints, especially near the end when he teams yeah. up with Maria's father. Yeah. By the way, spoilers... That's our entire thing. We mm -hmm. always say spoilers. We have a little warning at the beginning of the podcast. Spoilers. <clears throat> because we're all about spoilers. This film in general, though, as you were saying, it's like 
They were trying to make a oh my slightly God. Okay, comedic so at the beginning, film. Yes. Hang on. We're, we got the movie playing in the background right now. At the very beginning, like he's sleeping on the street or in a cemetery or some shit, and there's right. this guy making out with the girl. I'm pretty sure that girl is fucking this bitch from uh, Misfits. It's entirely possible. I mean, this is a primarily British uh! movie. You can't, you can't remember I'm her I'm trying name to remember her fucking name. Hang on, I'm going to well, look it up. Look it up, and I'll, I'll chatter for a minute yeah, about my patter. displeasure with this film. While I like the movie itself for what it is, I went into it with a different expectation. Because the cover looks goofy as hell. It does! So I expected some kind of comedic relief, especially with and Steve the, the, the cover makes it look almost like fucking Guns Akimbo. Right, Exactly. So I expected something along that line. And I even watched the trailer and still kind of expected that a little bit. Yeah. Even if it delivered with a little bit of the humor of Boondock Saints, I would have been happy. Because there was a lot of serious along with some seriously funny shit going on in that movie. Okay, the girl at the beginning was not uh, this chick from Misfits. Okay, so... Lauren Socha? Soka? Soka? Okay, is that who we're talking about? Yeah, uh, well, that's her... actual name she played kelly in misfits okay so the, so either, either way that's well, either not way that's not her film. it's okay so we don't need to talk about yeah it. Has nothing she kind of looked like her though okay I, I anyway anyway back to the movie i will i will tell you whether or not i agree with that when i re-watch misfits because it's been a while yeah okay the movie in general like you were saying it, it's a lot of Things that build felt up. like setups for comedic activity with no punchline. Build up for a whole ass fucking cock block. That's what the entire film felt like to me. It <laughs> was with Steve Gutenberg playing the main villain with Fabio Locks. Like he had long blonde Fabio hair. And he was initially presented with this laughter. Like he as a chef, basically. Yeah. He killed some guy cooking cooking him meatballs that were poison or, or whatever. And with this laughter, and I thinking, I was thinking we we're gonna get something that felt like the Joker, or something like no. nothing, nothing at all. No, no. And God loves Steve Gutenberg. He did some great movies in the eighties. Oh, absolutely. But he has attached himself to some stuff where I'm thinking he's trying to expand himself. But the roles are just not suited for him. I think that he he, could, he has potential. He has potential to take on more serious roles. But the ones that he's getting put into are not for him. They're not that great. I think the problem is that he's played comedic characters for so long That's that even when he's play, trying to play serious, it comes off comedic. Yeah, like I couldn't, I couldn't watch the number twenty three and enjoy it. Mind you, I think it was the movie, not Jim Carrey, that was the problem. True. Because he did perfectly fine. He did a great, uh, the homeless guy in the middle of the desert in, in uh, what was that movie? Oh, that yeah, uh, the, 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 the Bad, the Bad Batch. Batch. He did a great job in that. He was great in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. He was great in The Truman Show, which yeah. was technically a more serious role for him. The Majestic. more serious, but it was still pretty fucking funny. The Majestic was a great film for him. He, he has he has great chops pieces. to be a exactly. serious actor. Just like Steve Gutenberg could be a serious actor, but he's got to get away from that thing in his head that makes him go, I need to make this my own. No, you need to make this stoic 
creepy, scary. You need yeah. to be intimidating. Yeah. The whole thing where he Kevin died. Kevin James as the, the fucking Nazi and Becky. Right. Um, he did a fucking awesome what job. What the shit? Vince Vaughn. Right. A cell, block cell Block 99. 99. Oh, my God. But this here, this is not Mm-mm. a good performance for Steve Gutenberg. Mm-mm. That is what took me out of this movie completely. Like, I could have gotten all the, the kind of half-assed, almost comedic delivery with everything else, whether it be him trying to sit down and, and, and talk with his, his uh, guy Milo and uh, the introduction with his wife. was It felt a little like he was leaning towards something comedic. And then it went into just some sort of spousal abuse territory. Yeah. And they had the, the feminist in the graveyard... Where she's basically, we're not living in your world anymore. And he's like, fuck off. (laughs) There's some things there that felt like they could have been truly comedic, but they were mishandled hard in this film. And it may have just been Steve Gutenberg's input or influence on the set. Because in a movie that felt serious, Steve Gutenberg did not feel like he belonged in this movie at all. No, not at all. Not even remotely. So how the fuck does Maria end up with someone like Milo? Money. It's it. it, it you you see it you see it all the time in so many other movies where this young fucking gorgeous woman is with a fucking turtle, pretty much. He looks yeah. like a fucking. You can't tell me he doesn't look like a fucking turtle. Uh no, he doesn't look like a turtle. Yeah, he looks like a turtle to me. He looks like Adrian Brody, aged thirty years. That's what he looks like to me. He looks like Adrian Brody, aged 30 years. Like, old Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody has a way bigger nose. Well, maybe Adrian Brody with a nose job, aged 30 years. I don't know. He looks like Phineas from Phineas and Ferb. Okay, so he's got the big hook nose. (laughs) I'm just saying, look at his face. Can you see Adrian Brody in that without the nose? If you 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 shaved Adrian Brody's nose down a little bit. No. No? I, I can't. I can't see it. I, I see it. All I, I all I can see is that his... this kid. Every time I see him, I think Michael Ian Black from uh, Kids in the Hall. I didn't watch that. You look him up. You'll see what I mean. Okay. But he looks like he looks like a cross between Michael Ian Black and uh, what's his face, uh, the guy that played Cyclops in the X Men movies. Oh yeah. Oh uh, fuck. I don't remember his name. You know. Okay. He was also in Hairspray. Didn't watch it. You didn't watch Hairspray? I didn't watch you Hairspray. You did not watch Hairspray. I oh did not watch fucking Hairspray. God. Just for John Travolta in the fat suit playing what? a woman. Not a big Come John on. Travolta person. That film? Just for him in that film. Sorry. And for once, it's not because I hate his face. I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of his. I don't hate his face. John Travolta in a fat suit as a woman playing... Oh, the I'm one. fully aware. I saw the commercials all through middle school. The romantic lead to Christopher Walken. I mean, Come on, th- th- them as a couple. That it, you just want to laugh. It's it's not that it, the rest of the movie I could care less about. Just those two. Yeah. Christopher Walken, John Travolta. I'm not a big John Travolta fan. No. Stop over enunciating the L. It's just walking. 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 Walk in. Yeah. Walking. Walk Christopher Walken. Christopher fucking Walken. Okay, fine. I'm horrible at... I, I overpronounce so many things, I'm then underpronounce it, then mispronounce it. I'm looking through this filmography, and I'm not you just recognizing notice, I'm just talking from... his face. Just the face. You don't have to tell me what you recognize him from. Just the face. I yeah. He looks He looks like a cross between him and the and the uh, the guy from X-Men. And I, he was also in uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. 
Okay, yeah, I did see both of those, but I don't remember much. You don't remember much. I'm trying to remember his name for the fucking life of me. He was also in Westworld, honestly one of my favorite actors, and I cannot fucking remember his name. That's the big problem for yeah. me. Yeah. Look, look it up. Help me. Help me. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. brain aneurysm. I'm trying looking. Trying to figure out this guy's fucking name. What is he from? He oh, Look up Sonic the Hedgehog. He was like the lead actor in both of the Sonic ben the Hedgehog. Ben Schwartz? No, no, not Ben Schwartz. No, no, not Ben Schwartz. James no. Mar James Marston. Marston. There we go. Yep, I know who you're talking about. That's who I was trying to... Scott fucking, Summers. I couldn't figure out his fucking name. I know, I know. Well, Cyclops, that's what I call him, not Scott Summers. I, I know that's his real name in the movie, but yeah, just Cyclops. That's what I yeah. remember him as, you know, just just because I, I haven't read the comics in a long time. A really long time. So, getting back to this movie. Honestly, there's a lot good to say about this film. And I fucks with it. As much as I love Steve Gutenberg as a comedic actor... The role wasn't great for him. It was not great but for him. But overall, it was a decent fucking film. There were a couple of decent scenes with yeah. him involved. You know, just... That ending scene, though, uh, where he got shot, that was so anticlimactic. I just, mother, they're just standing there, and you don't mother, even hear is that him. You, mother, yeah, what the fuck was that? I, I have no idea. Mom, mommy, is that you? Like, what the fuck was that? Who wrote that? I want to have a fucking conversation. Like I said, if you watch the film, you've watched the entire film with me. I feel like he had some influence. In some of what was going on in the film. And so there was some comedic flair that popped up. I feel like he interjected in a few areas. This should be presented this way. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I feel like they filmed this movie as a comedy. Or wanted to. There's probably a lot of this film that we're not getting to see. That was cut out. That was cut out. Like, oh, we're going to reshoot this. We got to get the director's cut. We gotta reshoot this, because I, I feel like this didn't really land well. This comedy didn't land well. Let's make this a more serious movie. But they couldn't cut out Gutenberg altogether. Yeah. So I feel like, even though this is a two-hour film, I feel like they cut and reshot a lot of stuff to make it a more serious film. And this movie, in general, threw me. Yeah. Like, nine minutes in, and it went from... Just being this kid, you know, being down on his luck. His parents had died. He's left out in the the, the woods near London, I guess. And, and he just grows up on the street and grows up turns into street. this fucking menace to society. But it, it, it was all introspective. Like, it, it really sounded like he was trying to find himself. And that at one point, like literally nine minutes into the movie, all of a sudden it just turns violent. Yeah. And he's like, I just want to kill everybody. And so I'm sitting here going... I mean, I get it. I didn't feel any of that up until he went in at nine minutes. You're seeing, hearing all this internal monologue. Yep. And then just, boom. And then now shot after shot after people. shot fucking just killing people left and right. Like, he, he, was, he was killing people to, to get food, killing people to get money, killing people to get drugs. You know? He kind of looks a little like Brendan Urie. Okay, a little bit. A little bit, but a little like bit. a, a, you know, meth head anorexic version. I uh, I don't like the jacket he's wearing. The leather I jacket. I do. 
I. But I want to see that fucking jacket that's on the cover of the fucking movie. The cover of the film has him in this tan, like Naga hide jacket. It's a bomber. It, it's a yeah, it's a bomber. It's a bomber jacket. But he's like all decked out in in weaponry. Yep. On the front, you never see it in the film. So this is a this is a complete tease. That that is false advertising. But this is also, you look at the front, you look at the back, and this is also why I felt... It gave Bad Batch mixed with fucking, like, uh, uh, I don't know, some other action shit. It gave me, like, a comedic feel. Like, I thought this yeah. was going to be a comedy through and through. I thought I was going to hate it, to be honest, but I, I don't. I don't hate the film. I really don't hate the film. Unfortunately, what was presented and what was given to us, like... It was just two completely different things. I thought we were going to see something that had four, far more comedic elements Fucking to it. cockblock. And not dead serious. That being said, I'm, I'm fine with the lack of comedy. Um, I... Yeah, but the, the whole cover and shit is just very misleading. I felt like it was a setup and fail. Like, I feel like they <laughs> might have backtracked. Fuck you! Yeah, right. I feel like they backtracked and they cut out all the comedy to try to make it a more serious film, maybe because they felt it was more marketable. Yeah. But they kept the old artwork that they had set up for posters and everything. I mean, you can't help but love Caster. Like, goddamn. Also, the cover doesn't even fucking look like him. No, not at all. It honestly looked like... like A completely different person. He doesn't have any stubble. No, he kind of looks a little like Dane Cook there. A little. Kind of, yeah. You know, if Dane Cook threw on some sunglasses and got a tan. But uh, that's fine. So, now that we've watched the film, I've watched it a couple times at this point. Yeah. Uh, enough to know that I don't ever want to see Steve Gutenberg in this again. I want to snatch that wig right off his head. Uh, what is by far the worst scene for you in this movie? The fucking last one where Gutenberg dies. What the fuck was that? Gutenberg's death scene. Okay. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Mom? Mommy? Is that you? Like, are you fucking serious? I, I mean, brought I could, this up, but like, come on! I could go that extra mile and say almost any scene with Steve Gutenberg in this movie was just not my favorite. The initial meeting was probably the best yeah. Steve Gutenberg material here. Uh, Outside of that. The vibe of, uh, have you seen Legend? The show? No, no, I can't. The, the with the it. the guy with all the powers and everything. I'm pretty sure he's a, uh, Professor Xavier's son. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. It's so. really fucking good, but he plays this like weirdo guy that's living in a like dreamscape. Uh, I don't know, or, or on like a different plane of existence. Legion. Yeah. Legion. Yes, Legion. I've seen. You said Legend. You said Legend. I said Legend. I I'm pretty sure I said Legion. Ah, uh, I could have sworn you said Legend, but. Maybe I'm just mishearing yeah, you. Yeah, Look, I'm old. We'll look over it. What? Excuse me? Huh? Eh? I can't hear you. I'm a little deaf in this left ear. What? Okay. So, first, and the, the drug dealer trying to be Daniel Craig, I didn't like. What the fuck was that? Right? Like, I, I didn't like him at all. Uh, the fake nose. That's a fake nose on that guy, too, by the way. You why? Can, you can see there's a fake nose on it. I mean, like, what? yeah, but why? Why would you... What need is there for a fake fucking nose in a regular role? <sighs> Are you just like like I like I, I said there's a, a lot of choice. things watching this film 
There's a lot of things that definitely felt like they were comedic choices. Yeah. Like they had intended this to be funny. And just, for whatever reason, like, no, big this really sucked flop. as a funny movie. Yeah, big fucking flop. I feel I liked this as a serious sort of cry. I, I don't want to call it a thriller. Maybe an action. Yeah. A little bit of an action, action film. Um. There's a, a mo- sorry. There is a lot of noise going on outside as well. As usual, I'm sitting here on the drag strip. Got to move away from this fucking place. Mm, uh, fucking schmood. I mean, we would do it at my house, but I live in a basement and all the fucking floorboards upstairs creak. There is no reason why we can't do what we did for the little trailer that we made, where we just sit in the car. Yeah. And and record right there, because I guarantee you, it's I mean, gonna I'm be quiet. I'm pretty cozy right now, so. I'm, I'm, I'm nice and cozy myself. Yeah. Don't fall asleep on me this I'm time. I'm not going to fall asleep this time. Promise. I didn't drink any spicy asleep. water, though. No spicy water. I already have spicy you ha- water. You have, is that what that is right yeah. <laughs> That spicy water? That spicy water. Oh, good lord. I'm good. All right. As, lo- as long as you don't fall asleep midway through the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we both agree that Steve Gutenberg dying. Mommy. Mommy, where are you, mommy? I can't see you. I'm coming up to you, mommy. You know, You're that was horrible. Terrible. Horrible. That being said, favorite part of the film. Favorite scene. Honestly, the early monologue where, like, he's just going around fucking hit after hit after hit fucking, like, dude's a fucking menace. I have to say that probably my favorite part of the film is when Maria's father and him are in the church. Oh, yeah. And he's trying to get him to say, do you, do you love her? Will, will you will you provide for her? Will you make sure she's protected? Yeah, And he's sure. like, yeah, sure. And he finally just hauls off and just smacks him across the face. He goes, I don't need, yeah, sure. Yeah. He goes, I'm going to go try to kill this guy, and if I don't make it back, I want to make sure that Maria's taken care of. You know? So he hauls off and just smacks Caster across the face, which I guess brings him back to reality yeah. a little bit. That, or uh, the father and him killing the guard at the gate. First of all, fucking what? perfect shot. Perfect shot, but what kind of criminal empire is built off a gate that looks that fucking shitty? Yeah, true. You know? I uh, mm, fuck if I know, dude. I mean, you you'd think that they could have bought yeah, something that oh, was yeah, a little definitely. sturdier. Oh yeah, definitely. something fucking brick. The guard, you shot him, you killed him. Obviously, he was sitting there with his own gun and ran away as soon as he saw the both of you. Which is a bitch move to begin with. You're supposed to be guarding the gates. The fact that Caster even got away from that fight. But there was a chain and a lock Yeah. on that gate when they tried to go in at first. How did they get in? Not, not how did they Silently? get in. It was on the gate. It wasn't closing the gate. So why wouldn't you just lock the gate? Uh, I don't fucking know, man. I mean, I guess they might not have had the money to have a car ram the gate. You know, I, I, we can't afford the damage to the cars, guys. We, we yeah. spent too much on Gutenberg. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to cut all that action budget out. We can't afford to fix the car if you damage it, so we're not gonna ram the gate. We're just gonna leave the lock undone, and you just unceremoniously shoot the guard. We're good. Yeah. And net exactly, the fifty guys standing around Gutenberg, all shooting at them at once, and I- not one bullet. Hit him. Not one fucking hit caster. Like. Bullshit. He's got some kind of. And he's just like chilling in behind a fucking bag of some shit or like a, a small wall or some shit. And he's got some kind of long shot luck where like. I kind I, I thought that whole like dialogue. 
I'm dying! And you're gonna come with me! And he's, I mean, you're dying, so what's the point? One I of mean, us might as well walk away yeah, from this. One of, yeah. Like, Over my dead body! And he's like, oh, yeah. I, you are dying. He's like, fair point. <laughs> that, that was pretty comedic. That's what I'm saying, is that co he was there... I really feel like they hired him... For the comedy aspect, yeah, but like he wasn't supposed to play this hit. villain seriously. It just didn't hit. Who would you put as a villain mm -hmm. uh, in, in his place? Who would I have put in his place? Mm -hmm. Well, this is a primarily British film. I would not have used Gutenberg at all. <clears throat> First, of Gutenberg playing a character with a French name, and he's not French. He's obviously American. Yeah, that's like putting fucking Seth Rogen <clears throat> in the fucking. Boondocks. There's a, there's a guy that I have in mind. He was in, uh, I want to say it's Rufus Ian. God, I can't remember his name worth the life of me now. Did uh, Ian he Rufus was, or Rufus Ian? I think it's Rufus Ian, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I got it backwards, but he was in Notting Hill. He was in uh, Little Nicky as one of the brothers. Okay. Hang Him on. I would have used. <clears throat> if you need somebody that can deliver comedy and be menacing, that's the guy. Uh, I believe it's Reese Iphens. Reese Iphens, not Rufus Ian. Reese Iphen. Yes, Rice Iphens. Rice Iphens. Uh, but that's the guy. If you want a guy that can be menacing and deliver comedic lines, you saw him in Little Nicky. Uh, yeah, yeah, He can sure. do that. Gutenberg's not the guy, and he's got the accent to fit in with this crowd. True. That being said. He probably would have cost more than Gutenberg, and this is a low-budget film. Yeah. So, they probably had to go with what they could have gotten. I don't know who I'd put. You don't know who you would put? No. You know, just put a dream casting in there. Who would you put in there? Who would you have cast him as? Hmm. You gotta, you gotta go with the villain. Now, mind you, they went with Gutenberg, so they don't care if you got take an American in here. The whole point is the guy's foreign, but not the right kind of foreign. <laughs> Uh, you could. Oh my god, hang on, what's his fucking name? I don't know. It's hang on, brain, hang on, I'm doing the fucking thing. Well, good. Do um, your thing. It's in your brain, not mine, so I don't know who you're thinking of. You didn't even give me a hint. No hang clues, on, hang no on, nothing. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Nope, 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 nope. This is like trivia where you don't even know the question. Give you me want... the answer. What's the question? I don't know. It's in here. Dean Winters. Dean, oh my god. Dean Winters? Wait, am I thinking of the right guy? The Hold Vulture on. from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and he was Okay. In, he was Brian in Law & Order SVU. Okay, yeah, I could I could see that. I Mind you, I, I thought you said Bill Winters. Uh, no, no, Dean. Hang on, hang on, hang Dean. on. Okay. Let me pull up some photos. Go ahead. Do, 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 do. I, gotta, I gotta see this guy. Yeah, yeah, he could do it. Is he? Wait, is he the guy that's like in all of those commercials? Yes! He's the total fucking douchebag. He's the guy that, like, he's, I'm gonna wreck your shit commercials. Yeah! Oh, yes, okay. The insurance commercial. Like, the insurance commercial. He played a bear just tearing apart this guy's car in the most recent commercial. Yeah. Is that Liberty Mutual? Is that I what that so. is? I think it, so. It, it's a really good commercial either way. It's not good enough that I remember the company that it was for. I just remembered the commercials. Yeah. You know, I remember the like a good neighbor State Farm is there shit. Yeah. But I don't remember. <laughs> is that Liberty Mutual? Is it possible? He does all sorts of commercials for this thing, and I can't remember. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to find it. I'm okay. going to do the thing. Go to the Google. I, uh... Oh, good Lord. Go to the commercial? <laughs> You're trying to find the commercial Yeah, I'm looking for it. Well, I'll state. 
All it's all state. It's all okay. state. Oh, so he, Allstate's got some big names doing commercials for mm-hmm. him. Wow. Allstate got the money. <laughs> I mean, apparently so does Merge Mansion. There was recently a commercial for that game. Fucking okay. with, like, Pedro Pascal and, um... What about Alex Winters? Alex Winters? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Alex Winters? No. Oh, come on. No. You could you couldn't Absolutely see Alex not. Winters doing this? Come on. Absolutely not. He would destroy it. You sure? Yep. Would he destroy it more than Gutenberg? Yeah. You sure? Definitely. Because he's done some other stuff. You you gotta remember him and I Lost know, Boys. but it's his fucking face. His face? It's fucking face. You have this thing with faces. Like I know. Faces. I'm a fucking artist and you he has this, a punchable fucking face. You had this whole thing where you were complaining about faces you couldn't punch because you saw somebody you wanted to punch in your sleep. Okay, no, it's not about that. It's about the fact that when I try to punch someone in the face in my sleep, in a dream or some shit, it's always fucking pillowy and slow motion and fucking, I know it's just my brain trying to stop my body from actually acting out the fucking hits. Okay. Uh, there were a couple of times where I've woken up fucking screaming because I was pissed. You woke up screaming like, I wanted to fucking, yeah. No, like, literally, I screamed myself awake. You have violent just, like, rage dreams? Sometimes. How many times did Fredo wake up with bruises? <laughs> I have no idea. Probably a couple. Like I'm, I, I know that I have gotten a few elbow checks in my sleep. Like the problem is that Candy violently tosses and turns at mm. night, and so like I'll be just laying there, and I do flip and flop, but like I'll be laying there, and next thing I know, I get this violent just bam, right yep. elbow, right in the side of the head while I'm Ugh. trying to sleep. There's nothing like waking up to an elbow to the face. Mm. It's like you think you're in a hockey match. I passed out. I woke up in a hockey match, you know. But, uh, all right. So, favorite and least favorite actors, and you can't pick Gutenberg. You can't pick Gutenberg, which means you're going to have to bring up the... God damn it. You're going to have to bring up the name. Son of a bitch. No? No son of a bitch. I'll tell you who my least favorite actor is. Um, My least favorite actor, outside of Gutenberg... It has to be the uh, drug dealer. <clears throat> the the drug dealer, I, I can't remember his name. Is it Daniel... Is that what that guy's name is? Daniel Kaltgrim? C-A-L-T-A-G-I-R-O... Kaltgrioni. That played Campbell. I didn't like him. At the, all. the fucking the junkie one? The, the, the drug... Uh... At the beginning? Yeah, the one that basically... It was the, on the couch all fucking melty, fucking... That has the guy, like, passed out behind him and... Yeah, dollar store version of... Or wish version of Daniel Craig. I Yeah, I was gonna say the dollar store version of Daniel Craig. That's fine. I, I'm <laughs> good with version. that. Wish version. Wish. Wish. Okay. We, we'll go with Wish. The Wish version of Daniel Craig. That f- I really felt like he was trying to do the whole Gary Oldman in, in, in uh, True Romance thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But... Gary Oldman is the best version of Gary Oldman. You you can't fucking beat Gary Oldman. Uh, It's Daniel Craig trying to be Gary Oldman, trying to be in a dollar budget movie. That's what it is. Yeah, right. Okay, your least favorite actor. Least favorite actor? Yes, least favorite. Stuart Whalen. Stuart Whalen. Who is Stuart Whalen? The pedophile at the beginning of the movie. Oh, good lord. Also has a punchable fucking face. Okay, I'll give you Stuart Whalen. Uh, My favorite actor... And and it hasn't had my favorite actor doesn't have to do with any of the lead characters. Okay. My favorite actor is Voss Blackwood, 
The guy that played the bartender. Yeah! That speech that he has in the middle of the fucking movie was the best. Honestly, I fucking agree. I, uh, if it's not any of the main characters, absolutely him. Right, that... Mind you, like, I like the Pastor, main characters. I, like, I fucking... I love Alex Mills. But I really feel like whoever that guy was, the... the uh, it was uh, Voss Blackwood, was just amazing as the bartender. Bobby Bravo. Bobby Bravo. Just... I was fired up listening to his speech. Right? And it was kind of delivered with a bit of comedic flair. Yeah. Which... With all of the dropped comedic moments in this film... Him going off about that fucking toe. Right. It had a claw! With all the dropped comedic moments in this film, that felt like relief in the middle of a film that you really felt like should have had better comedic moments. Yeah. You can have an action film and still have comedic moments. Die Hard, for fuck's sake. Yep. There's Lethal Weapon. You can have the action and the comedy and still have a good film, have it tie together. And why they felt they had to write a script that had a bunch of a bunch of setup and no punchline, I don't know. I don't know, man. <clears throat> so because I, uh, fuck you, that's why. Okay, so we got our favorites. What would you rate this overall? About a seven point five. That's that's fair. A little high for me, mm. just because I felt a little disappointed. I'm the one that bought the fucking movie. Yeah, true. I felt a little disappointed because I expected something else. Yeah. I feel like... I'm a little salty that they never brought that outfit out. Talking about comedic setup that never had a punchline the entire cover. Yep. If you if you go and look up the DVD, the poster artwork for Original Gangster, the front of it, like, she, like we were misleading. saying... It feels like Guns Akimbo. Yeah. There is no Guns Akimbo in this fucking thing. Or like the Bad Batch. Yeah. Something. Something! It, anything! It has a different feel than what you're presented in the actual film itself. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to take a, a couple of minutes here, let our... Uh, well, we don't have sponsors. Smoke break! What we, have, what we have now is we are generously donating the middle of our podcast to other podcasts that we listen to or have worked with. Fuck yeah! So... We are paying it back to the people that listen to forward. us and have spent time paying it back, paying it forward, just paying it out. Left and right. And hoping that other people get payments. Either way, we'll be back and we will uh, be you sitting do down to do... You uh, and you turn it all around. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not toasty. Okay. Not toasty. Not at all. Not a little crossfaded no, there, are you? No, no idea what you're talking about. No, nothing. Okay. We'll be back with Master Debaters. I don't, I don't even, okay. This is Two Chicks Talking Flicks, where we review movies. We try to dig deeper and go more in depth. For and profound for me. Yeah, um, for me, I'm just like, what? We even bring up relevant topics. I remember from Punky Brewster <laughs> that you don't go inside the frame. No, and we're here to have those tough conversations. Mm-hmm. And she was wearing a white dress. which was very- Huh? It was yellow. So if this sounds like the podcast for you, please enjoy new episodes every Tuesday. Yeah. Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Matt. We are the hosts of the Strange and Beautiful Book Club. On the Strange and Beautiful Book Club, Matt and I share our adventures discovering forgotten movies, television shows, and books in the science fiction, horror, and fantasy genre. Not necessarily good movies, though. Oh, certainly not. We love a good, bad movie. The quirkier, the funnier, the more campy, the better. But we talk about some classics, too. 
Of course, we can't ignore our favorites like Highlander or the 1990s vampire cop television show Forever Night, which we are currently covering one episode at a time. As if I could forget. Oh, hush. You love every minute of it. Come join us every week as we discover, discuss, and dissect fantasy, horror, and sci-fi genre classics. New episodes release every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So remember, sometimes the strangest things are the most beautiful, too. So be who you are and love what you love. Until next time, friends. Bye. All right, let's try to keep this momentum going. How is that momentum? NPR ass motherfucker. Let's no! back. We're not trying to put people to sleep. We, can't we? I Listen, don't the only one falling asleep here is me. Who? I'm getting toasty. You're going to get... Don't fall... Do not fall asleep. <laughs> I'm not going to fall asleep. Don't. Not until it I get home. It took me hours to get not you up the last time. We had a podcast that was delayed three hours. Yeah, because I took B, a fucking nap. Miss B was toasty, cross-faded, and passed the fuck out. Yeah, I needed a nap. You were comfortable. It was a good chair. It was a nice, quiet... Yeah, it was a good chair. That's this chair over yep. here. You were, you were passed out. All right. So we're going to be doing the master debaters thing rather than doing uh, what we normally do, which is a pitch storm, because we kind of like to have like three people throwing ideas around for a pitch storm. Yeah. That being said, we're going to start with this first question here, which kind of falls into our loves, our loves, Hello. our love of horror films. Okay. The purpose of running is A, to exercise, or B, to escape dangerous situations. To escape dangerous situations, obviously. I want to say 90% of the population run to fucking escape dangerous situations. Yeah, like, the only people who run are psychopaths. Uh, I don't know. Or adrenaline junkies. I mean, I personally would love, like, I used to watch joggers, like, jog by all the time, and I was just like, fucking joggers, oh my god. And personally, now I'm thinking to myself, I should have been the jogger. Because I put on a little weight. And if I, I, uh, I've put on like fucking 80 pounds in the past two years. Uh, just, ah. I'm twice the man I used to be. Uh, hey, I got a gym membership and I need to use it. If you fucking ever want to. I need to start working out. Want a gym buddy up, you know? Here. Let me know. Anywho. Anywho, moving on. Let's move. We didn't yeah, no, tell you to come to the gym with me. Let's exercise together. Uh, I don't even want to think about exercise right uh, now. No. Okay. Children who like to kill bugs are A, perfectly normal, or B, budding little sociopaths. Perfectly normal. Depends upon the way that they kill the bugs. Yeah, true. It really depends upon the way. Because if you're just like swatting flies, hitting mosquitoes. That's not a budding sociopath. But if you're the guy that catches like flies in a jar in ether and then pulls the wings off while it's still alive just to see how it reacts. You know, I was if you're the kid the, that poured salt on slugs. Or what is that one movie? Is it the is it uh, an ant's life where the where they had that a one kid life. who's a bug's life where the kids burning people like ants with no, the magnifying yeah, ants. glass? Ants. Yeah, there it's was the, a Bug's Life, and then there was it's ants. It's the horrible were, one that has Woody, Woody Allen as one of the characters, I think. Yeah, you're thinking of ants. And it wasn't a good one. No. It was like a Bug's Life without all the humor. No, uh, um, Sylvester Stallone was in it. Was it? Yeah. I But I think Woody Allen was, one, was he, in that as well. He was one of the main characters. I think Woody Allen was in that the as well. It was guy. not. It was not good. It was really bad. I did not Yeah, like it was Wish, Thor, fuck, Wish version of A Bug's Life. Yeah. I, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. I still like Dollar Store. I don't go to Wish at all. There's a good reason. 
It's terrible. I've 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 gotten Nothing a couple comes of things as it's advertised years back, and it's always like broken shit. Yeah. It's like okay, thank you for sending me all the broken for cheap. I appreciate it. Super love that for me. Which is worse, being nauseous on a plane with turbulence, or being nauseous in a car on a winding and bumpy road? I don't tend to feel nauseous on a plane, even with turbulence. I but mean, I feel like... I did throw up on a plane when I was a kid, coming back from my dad's place in California. I had a really okay. bad fucking ear infection. I was already sick. But at the same time, like I got air sick on the way down there, too. Or over there. And on the way back, this fucking... I was sitting in the middle seat between my brother and this college girl. And I ended up throwing up all over this girl. And she was such a fucking sweetheart about it. She, like, held my hair back. She took me to get cleaned up and shit. And I was only fucking, like, 11. Oof. Yeah. Well, that's, that's very nice of them, then. Yeah. I mean, but that, it was super you fucking a, embarrassing. If you were an adult, they probably would have been different. Yeah. You know? You were a kid. Which was... It's nice that they, they were very, very sweet. Yeah. But, uh, like, I threw up all over this girl. And it just... Ugh. Super embarrassing. I want to say I'm leaning towards plane being worse yeah. than, than the car. Only because, like, the car you can pull over and get out for a minute. The plane, you gotta move, maneuver shit without falling over or fucking, like, throwing up on someone else. But you else. can't escape the plane and the turbulence. That's exactly. the problem. Unless, I mean, you know, you you act like one of those crazy people, pop the hatch and jump out with a, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, you can escape. You can go take a walk out of the plane yeah, if right? you want. We're a little high up. I threw up, up on someone here. Uh, I'm just gonna, like, yeet myself off the plane. Fucking just... Yeah. Au uh, Out of embarrassment, I've decided that it's better to jump. Woo! Okay. I don't need a fucking parachute. I'm just, just, this is it. <laughs> this is the bane of my existence. I'm done with all of it. <laughs> just projectile exorcist vomiting all oh, over the God. plane cabin. You and know. then other people who have a fucking low gag reflex start throwing up, and then everyone's throwing up, and it's just a nightmare. <sighs> and everyone's mad because you started it. Why do I want to be on this plane right now? <laughs> that would be a it's story. something out of a fucking Family Guy episode. That would be a story, though. That's... Alright, what's on. the next one? <laughs> Moving on. Banana flavor tastes like real bananas or tastes nothing like real bananas? Nothing. I've never tasted banana flavored anything that tasted like banana. Exactly. Same with grapes or watermelon. Uh, everything that I've ever tasted the that was banana flavor, flavor does not taste fucking reminds like it. me of old school Novocaine. Have you ever had Novocaine? Honestly, it kind of reminds yes, and it honestly kind of reminds me of like the circus peanuts, a little but hard. Yeah, I mean, I've never had like I've had like the little runts. They they don't taste like banana at all. I've had banana flavored popsicles. They don't taste like banana. The 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 fruit flavored or the the fruit shaped candies yeah yeah no that doesn't taste like banana. no at not all. at all it there's nothing banana flavor that absolutely tastes like banana. not okay who is your least favorite celebrity your least favorite celebrity <clears throat> and i will qualify this by saying a-list celebrity because you could go off the d-list if you really wanted to because there's hmm. a lot of people to hit the d-list with i'm gonna say mine my least favorite is not least favorite because of his films, because I like his films. However, as a person, I do not like Woody Allen. Oh, yeah, no, he, he is sucks. my least favorite. Yeah, no, he personally. sucks. 
And he is like A-list caliber. Like almost all of his films have been. Okay, I can't choose one, but I can choose three. You can choose three. Okay, four. You can choose four. You're gonna pick four. Four. Yep. Four A-list celebrities to knock down. Go. Cardi B. Cardi B. Okay. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Okay. I don't. I, I don't consider Kid Nicholas Rock A-list. Cage. Okay, I can see. I can understand your hate for Nicolas Cage. I dealt with it an entire episode already. And fuck, I forgot the last one. It's gonna come to me, and I'm gonna blurt it out eventually. But you, you forgot the last um, one. Ah, uh, fuck. Nicolas Cage, Cardi B. What was the other Nicolas one that you Cage. said? Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Okay, so you're still firmly in the I, corner. I am still firmly fuck Ezra, fuck Ezra Miller. Wow. Okay. Okay. Even with the Flash coming out. Don't care. Are you not gonna, gonna watch it? No. You're not gonna watch The Flash? No, I'm not. The fuck? You're... Grant Gustin deserves that role! Maybe they'll give it to him! Unlikely! He's already been fucking recast... Or he's already been fucking cast for the next one! What do you mean? There's, they already, there's already talks about there being another fucking Flash film. Not with Ezra Miller attached. Mm-hmm. No, because they, they said that he was out, like, because all the shit he was doing. They said he was out before they fucking finished filming this fucking f- movie... But he, I they thought could the have whole had purpose to that movie was to just reset the universe. Guess you're gonna have to find out. I only... I'm not watching that shit. Okay, fine. I'll watch it for the both of us. Good. Sorry. Fuck Ezra Miller. Fuck Ezra Miller. Okay. Well, the only reason I'm watching it, it has nothing to do with fucking Ezra Miller. It has to do with the fact that Michael Keaton is as Batman. I hate his fucking point. face. Too. Oh my god, Michael Keaton's amazing. Stop. He's he's a great actor, but I he's amazing. I want to punch good. him in the face. You just, you want to, I can't say anything about faces with you anymore because you want to punch too many faces. <laughs> there's too many faces that there's you want to punch. Son, there's too many punchable Look, faces. I'm sorry. Unless you started a- adding an equal amount of punchable faces for women, it's all been guys who you want to punch in the face. Yeah, because fucking all these guys look like fucking toads. Right. So start adding some girls to the list and I might take you seriously again. Well, I'm sorry. I like most of the Car- You added women. Cardi B today. You got Cardi B. Yeah, because she's a fucking piece of shit. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. I, what, what, why? She's a total fucking piece of shit. Are you kidding me? Uh, I don't know. We're moving on. We're moving on? Yep. No, nope, I'm what? not dwelling on this. Okay. 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 I don't know what to say to you right now. <laughs> I've, I'm going to move on just because you told me to. That's what she said joke. Funny or just childish? Depends on the context. Depends upon the person that delivers it. Yeah. Because there's some people that will use, that's what she said, every five fucking seconds. (laughs) And it gets to the point where you want to be like... Okay, Michael Scott. Is that what she said before she left you? Right. Eh. It's too much. (laughs) Right? Or they use it at the worst times, you know? It's horrible. Okay. Next. Or that one guy friend that's always trying to, like, make little fucking sexual jokes, sexual innuendos, but when you're like, dude, no. You're like, oh, it's just a joke. Uh, but is it? Yeah, no. No, it's not a joke. They they think it's a joke. It's exactly. Joke. No, they fucking play it off as, oh, it was just a joke. When hey, I man, go on in reality. A joke? No, you were being a fucking creepy perv. Yeah. No. There's a joke and I then there's you your personality. Now. It's your personality that's the problem. Take out. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Oh, no. Just go home. Don't don't inflict yourself on anyone. Right. Just go home. 
You don't have to go home. Yes, Take a you hike. do. Go fuck. Go fucking home. Take go a away. Hike. Don't go to the next place. Go wherever you are that you can shut a door and be isolated by yourself away from people. Facts. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> okay. Next, what is your least favorite word? My least favorite word. Your least favorite word. I already have one. What? I don't have to even think about it. It is kumquat. <laughs> the worst name for a name. delicious fucking fruit. I can't seriously eat a kumquat. I honestly don't know if I have a least favorite word. Just Is there a word that you think of that you just hate every time you hear it? You know, something that just, you hear it and you're just like, oh. Hun. Ugh, hun? Hun. 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 Like, oh my god, that sucks, hun. Hey, hun, how are you? Yeah, because it- Bitch, never, it is honey! You never hear anybody use hun in a way that makes you feel like it, it, it's a comfortable thing going right? back and forth between people. They always use it to kind of take you down a little bit. Yeah, no. What's up, hun? How yep. are you, hun? Yep. You know? Nope. No. Bitch, my name is Honey. Aw, hun. Call me honey or call me B. Do not <laughs> fucking call me hun. Right. Okay, so I have a second word to add to that list mm. of my least favorites. Moist. Eh, that doesn't really I am me. not good with the word moist. Okay, do you have a least favorite sound? Do I, have a, do I have a least favorite sound? Yes, actually. What's your nails on a chalkboard? My nails on a chalkboard, and this is going to sound weird. It's... A mixture of a texture and a sound at the same time. Okay. They used to have old lenticular 3D cards, right, where you'd turn them, and because of the way that the, the plastic was shaped, you could turn it, and you'd get one image, and then you'd turn it another way, and it'd okay, get another yeah. image, right? I know what you're talking about. The sound of <clears throat> nails going over that, the or <sighs> and the, the feel of it, makes me bite my tongue like... <clears throat> it... Uh, Okay. What's your nails on a chalkboard? Taking ice out of a plastic ice tray. The sound of the ice against the plastic is fucking or like that eardrum shatter. Ah! Or it's like ice rubbing on other ice. The, 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 ah, agony. When you're trying I need to, to get, crack it for the first oh, time. Oh god, it fucking kill me when you're taking the ice tray out of the fucking overfrozen freezer. Uh. And it just... Oh wow. my god, I fucking... I, like, you need earplugs? I go into whole-ass fucking conniptions. Okay, so you like near earplugs to be able to access your freezer. I just need fucking... I need to get myself those silicone ice trays. Yeah, that might work a little Yeah. Bit. Something to that nature. Yeah. You, you sound like you're having issues. Now. It fucking <clears throat> kills. Okay. I hate it so much. Ready for the next one? Yes. What poses a potentially greater threat to humanity? Extraterrestrials or artificial intelligence? Artificial intelligence, absolutely. I think we are already... Elon Musk is taking it way too fucking far right now. I think we're already experiencing a little bit of an AI issue, especially in the artist community. Mm -hmm. With uh, AI-generated art. Yeah. I know that a lot of people are feeling like, well, why would I pay an artist to do work if I can just go and find something on, you know, the AI yeah. art app. And I, I mean, I personally have used the, the Wombo version of the AI art app. But that's just to <clears throat> put actors into character roles that we're trying to visualize. Right. I mean, that's that's all that's I'm not, doing. It's that's like, not I'm, really technically art. It's just trying to visualize what we're doing with this whole fucking Brightburn universe. And a lot of the times 
the problem with a lot of the AI art stuff you can see is it's, it's borderline uh, plagiarism in certain yeah. cases because they use other people's art to basically doing a scan of the web to take pictures and kind of manipulate them yeah. to their own use. So I think it does detract from the art community mm. a bit that people I did can... use Lensa twice to get pretty pictures of myself, but like, I'm not fucking paying money for this every single time I want photos. I got some pictures of myself through one of those apps, and in all honesty, they're the most unrealistic fucking things I'm looking at myself like, look... I'm not a bad-looking guy, but I am not that good-looking. Right. It's, my face is definitely there, but that's way too neat for me. I'm a fucking slob. I really slob. liked the uh, gold ones that I got, where I'm like a fucking goddess. Oh, okay. okay. I'll, show you some of the ones I, I'll show you some of the ones I got later. I don't think I actually showed them to the group, if I'm not mistaken. I posted all of them on my Facebook. I didn't post any of them. None of them. And then I did a set for my friend Jack. Okay. I might do another set, like, now that the technology's moved along a little yeah, bit. it's not so expensive. It's, uh, well, it's not, it's still just as expensive, you know, but mm. it's, the technology has moved so that you're getting more variety back. Like, I felt like when I did mine, you were, I was getting a lot of the same stuff back. Yeah. And, uh, it's like, well, I, I paid for what? Slight variations on the same three things? That's yeah. I, well, it. I ended up uploading, like, 50 <laughs> photos. That's not bad. Uh, all right. Next question. Reality TV. Important staple of American culture or pure trash? Pure fucking trash. I mean, it is super fucking American culture, but pure trash. 50-50. Yeah. I'm 50-50. Because there's some things that I really like, and there's some things that I just can't get behind. Like, when, yeah. we, get into, when we get into Kardashians, the Honey Boo Boo stuff, that. keeping up with the Kardashians, like, I don't like... The fact that reality I like, okay, TV... Okay, so my kind of reality TV is shit like Ink Master or fucking Tattoo right. Nightmares. Ink Masters. I actually liked Hell's American Kitchen. Pickers. That was a good show. Or Kitchen Nightmares. Uh, what was that show? Uh, Dirty Jobs. Yeah. Dirty Jobs is a great show. But, uh, you know, when we um, get into like the, the Jersey Rescue. Shore and... Bar Rescue. Bar Rescue. Yep, that was a good one. But, like, Jersey Shore, keeping up with the Kardashians, people that have sustained themselves on just... They're celebrities just for the sake of being celebrities. Not that they contribute anything to society. Yeah. It's just like, look at me. I'm a celebrity because I can do things. <gasps> no, shut up. Go away. Look at me get fucked up. But it's also setting a bad precedent for all these people that want to be just like them. Oh, my God, Ronnie. No. <laughs> I did that a little just too well. Just no. I'm going to leave it at no. <laughs> We're going to move on. No. Okay. Which would be better? Being able to move forward in time or being able to move backward in time? The <clears throat> uh, question is, are you moving forward and backward just to see? Or are you physically going for? Or are yeah, you physically it's, going? It's just it's moving forward in time, moving backward in time. So, so imagine if you, you move backward and you can change things. Right. If you move forward, you can see where things are going. But mind you, you can't go back to make any use out of it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like go back and you change something, and your whole life is different. Butterfly effect. Right. But if you go forward, you can't do the same thing. Like, that's what I'm saying. If yeah. you go forward, you can see where things are going, Yeah. but you can't do anything about it. 
It's just it's just you're going Unless forward you to go see where things have gone. to change something, and then the forward changes. Right, but what if you can't go backwards after going forwards? Was that what if it's only a one way thing? That's what I'm getting right here. Is mm, it's a one way. I'd thing. go back. I think I would go back. I w- I would definitely change a couple of my choices. Sorry, I would definitely be Biff Tannen with the fucking you know yeah, manual. Right? You know, past uh, twenty years worth of sporting events. Yeah. You know, I would be Honestly, that guy. Same. I, 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 or I'd like do more art, or like not let COVID take me out of the fucking tattoo game. You heard me. I would cheat the fucking system. Yep. But I wouldn't be Biff Tannen. I'm not going to be the asshole in the ivory tower. You know, I would, I would be a little altruistic about it. Like, oh, look at all the winnings I made. Be like Ethan Supley. You know. Okay. Yeah. Ethan Supley. Yes. Does he? You know who I'm talking about. Yes, I know who you're talking about. What does he do, though? He's, like, super fucking humble and friendly and shit, and... Okay. I, see, there you go. That's, I, I thought you were talking about a role he played. No, I'm, like, no, thinking, no. Like, like, as a my person. My name is Earl? Wait a minute. He's, like, <laughs> as a person, he's super fucking humble and shit now that he's, like, this fucking, like, right. mountain-looking motherfucker. He, he's, he, he is a mountain of a man, not a mountain anymore. And that, I... I and he's still super fucking friendly and humble and just like an overall fucking teddy bear. That's what you need in life. You yeah. need a guy that, that hasn't got a big head about Jason what Jason Momoa like. status. Okay. Last question. All right. Ready? And it is a very unimportant question. Okay. Very unimportant. Let's fucking do this. Which finger is more important? Your pointer finger or your middle finger? Middle finger, absolutely. I don't point at a lot of things, but I flip a lot of fucking people off. But the problem is... I could type and draw without my pointer finger. Here's my thing. If you were asked which one would you want to keep? If you could only keep one. But is that a trick question? Because if you say which one you want to keep, do they cut that one off? That's the thing. That's what we're asking here. We're, we're We're doing a would you rather, basically. Would you rather lose your middle finger or would you rather use your pointer finger? See, here's the problem. I would say my middle finger. Only because of the fact that if you lose the pointer finger, the little, the, the middle finger becomes pointless anyway. You're no longer flipping anybody off because you're missing the extra digit. It's not that middle finger well, anymore. Well, okay, so where are they cutting the finger off? Is it at the knuckle or at the fucking middle bone? I'm imagining you're losing the whole thing. Ah, son of a bitch. Well, then your ring finger would become your middle. Right. So this would be your middle finger. Yep, I'd still do it. So technically, you'd still lose your pointer. I guess. Yeah, because I, I don't. I don't know if I want to be like this. I'd, I'd take. I'd take my fucking pointer finger. I think that. I think that the pointer finger would probably be the easiest one to get rid of. I could still draw and type and do all that fucking extra shit with just my right. fucking mm-hmm. middle ring and pinky. I mean, I do a lot of stuff with my pointer finger sticking out. Yeah. Not my pinky. Hey, go fuck yourself. I'm not, a, I'm not a posh motherfucker. I, I yeah, right? I don't do the tea with my I, pinky I, ring. My ring. Pinkies up! I do that. Pinkies up? No, I don't. I, okay, listen. I went. I My mom had me go to fucking etiquette classes when I was in seventh grade. Yeah. I, yeah. No. We had a whole fucking episode about this. The whole... It wasn't I weird. Remember. I remember. It wasn't weird! I remember. And it was. No, it, it wasn't. It was definitely weird. It was definitely not weird. You didn't know my teacher. It was... The only reason it's weird is because etiquette classes, they were a thing. They were mm-hmm. like a, they were a thing that was even taught in the schools. There mm-hmm. were etiquette classes. 
you have to go to a special place to get etiquette classes now because do you see anybody using fucking any kind of etiquette anymore? No, absolutely not. No. There's no chivalry. There's no etiquette. Chivalry is dead. You know, it, it, they, these are dying things. And I'm not happy that they're dying. You know, they're dying along with cursive. You know, you, we can't sign our paychecks anymore. So Mungo over here is just going to yep. slap ink on a page. This is my fingerprint. This is how I give you money. Yeah. You know, I don't get it. Nah, I, uh, I don't know. Mungo. Why did I say I Mungo? don't know. Mungo? What the fuck is Mungo? <laughs> Wombo? No, Mungo. I Wombo, you Wombo, he, she, we, they Wombo. I'm not going to be... Before, before we end this, I'm going to figure out where Mungo came from. Because I remember Mungo. And Come Mungo on, Spongebob, thing. it's first grade. No, I think Mungo was definitely a little later than that. Mungo. I feel Mungo. like my mom used to say that. Mungo. Mungo, cloth made from recycled or woven felted material. Mungo I... as slang. Green's Dictionary of Slang Words. Mong, Mongo in, is our insults roughly equivalent to idiot in the 1970s. No. Idiot henchmen or characters in film. So, uh... No wonder my mom used to fucking say that shit. She was a Mungo. 60s baby. So, yeah. I guess oh, no, she was a 50s baby. From. 50s? 56. 50s, okay. Well, technically she would be a 60s baby, because 56, she was like five years old when the when when the when the 60s hit. Yeah. So she she was hitting, hitting her she side of recognition. She was born in the 50s, so she's a 50s baby. I guess. She was a baby. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. She was a 60s and 70s kid. I was a product of the, the uh, late 80s, early 90s. So uh, you can tell that in it's my... It's so weird. My mom was alive for like Pablo Picasso and shit. Wow. Yeah. Einstein, I think, was still yeah. alive. Yeah, Einstein. Then. Uh, whew. You're Shit's mom's old. wild. <laughs> Feels like so much longer ago. Okay, anywho. He's old as the Let's fucking call it. In the trees. I gotta get back to the baby. Here, here, sorry about my singing. <laughs> Ignore me. All right. So, uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Pretty much uh, every social media site you can access at this point. There's kind of a TikTok, but there's nothing on it. Not yet. No, we're, we're working on things. And yeah. we're working on video. We're going to get up on YouTube. I think we, we have a video there for uh, Hazard Valley Films at this point. We're going to get other things yeah, up we're, we're gonna, as well. We're going to get to it. Uh, eventually. Eventually! It's, just, it's finding the time. Yeah. And uh, having a studio where you don't hear Life a bunch fucking of fucking busy. cars. Oh, God fucking busy. And as uh, Miss B always says... Drink some fucking water, you thirsty bitches. Which I'm gonna fucking do right now. You're...